Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Nadine Zumos, a holistic money coach who helps entrepreneurs overcome scarcity mindset using her unique money healing blueprint, which is a trauma-informed approach and teaches clients to take a holistic look at their finances and heal their unwanted behaviors and patterns at their root. Fantastic. Hey, Nadine, welcome to the show. Hello, Mark. Thanks for having me. Uh, somehow my bio sounded way more sophisticated read in your accent. So thanks. <laughs> oh, you are so, so welcome. This British accent has has some, it does, some skills. It does have that, that BBC accent, you know, you're like, oh yeah, she is. A, that sounds very professional. So cool. Oh, you are so, <laughs> so welcome. Anyway, can you expand a bit more on this and let everyone know, you know, where are you with your business today and who do you love to work with? Mm, all right. So I love serving people that know that they are meant for bigger things than where they're currently at. Sometimes what limits our potential, what limits our self-expression into the world, what limits our authentic connection with ourselves is our fear of money. And I'm not a stranger to that. I have grown up in the Middle East, lots of scarcity in the 80s um, in Jordan, lots of scarcity and money fear at home because it was used as the carrot and the stick in our household Mm. by my dad. So um, there was a fair bit of activation that I found happening when I was dealing with money as an adult. You know, I left home at age 23. I left and moved to Australia on my own, which is unheard of for a little girl from Jordan. You know, my dad didn't speak to me for 10 years. So this is like crazy back then. Mm. But I kept feeling like money was more like my boss and it represented my dad. And it stopped me from just being in full expression of myself. And I know that the most prevalent or common um, unwanted money behavior would be overspending. But for me, my money wound, this is what I call it, a money wound, translated quite the opposite. It translated into a fear of spending. It translated into my security comes from how much money I have in my savings account, Mm. which really, really negatively impacted my lifestyle. It impacted my health, my food choices. I felt like the stingy friend in my group of friends. And 
when I knew that I was meant for something more, when I had the calling, the soul awakening of like, hey, yo, wake up, you need to help people with their trauma, but you need to help yourself first. It was time for me to wiggle out of that of those money wounds that were holding me back. And mm. saying so this is all around me. Yeah. This is such like a personal journey for you. It's not oh, just a profession that you, you fell in love with. It's no step my one. Personal mission. Yeah. I have all the challenges that your your clients have, and maybe more. Step two, resolve that for yourself. Find the right methodologies, find the right tactics and, and modalities that are going to help you. Mm-hmm. And once you've come through that, and I've seen it from the experiential understanding, now you get to share that with the world and, and change the world one person at a time. Yeah. And the worst thing about my journey was that I couldn't find the resources to help myself. Everything out there in about money was like, oh, you need a budget. No, dudes, I don't need a budget. I have a budget. (laughs) What I need is the opposite of a budget. Oh, do your money mindset work? Uh, No, that's just really superficial. So I had to carve my own healing journey and it went way deeper than what's out there. So alchemizing my pain into art into a healing art is my mission and finding ways to heal deeper money wounds money wounds that are deeper than just like the surface level that is what I help my clients with right now Mm. so let's sort of dig into that for a second because what is it that when your clients come to you what do you find you have to help them work through initially or what's the one thing that's like time and time again that there is always this as maybe a sort of starting point or i believe you have to get them over what what would that be wow very good question mark i would Thanks. say money shame that is the first layer that i help people crack because underneath the money shame is the money wounds the gooiness the stickiness but there's always this hard shell of shame describe that for me let's let's paint a bigger picture your your healing art let's 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 on this Mm -hmm. canvas of podcasting start to piece this together so no one told us especially our generation no one told us about money at school right what we know about money is what we absorbed from our family of origin from our culture, the socioeconomic, whatever that was happening in wherever you were born and raised. But then somehow, miraculously, you are expected to know how to manage it, how to be smart with it. And if you're not, shame on you, you're not smart, you're not good with money putting labels on 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 people because they don't know how to save. And just like that very really small narrow vision of like you will be good with money if you know how to save it. Oh, no spend Wednesdays, all that bullshit that's out there, that is making the whole idea and and the narrative around money so superficial to a point where mm. we're just sitting around wanting to be better at money just to save it and buy shit. And what is, mm, what is happening? Just, How is, yeah. yeah go I want to double tap on that point there because that, you know, there are all the different tags out there. And I always hold the caveat, find the right thing for you personally. Yes. But with this, money is, you say it's superficial. Okay. Money is spiritual. Money is yes. just, an, and it's a, it's a man-made creation. It isn't actually fucking real. No. But what is real about it is the flow. So let's go full spiritual. Let's go full woo for a second. Let's go. Yeah, here. I'm all about the so, woo. <laughs> with this if you hold on so tightly hold on too much there's no flow you're restricting so you have to you breathe in 
and you breathe out. This is what it's all about. So the money, it has to come in. Money's there to be used. It's a resource. So how can, again, it, this is the, the nuance. This is the sort of programming that we have to, as you're saying, just kind of sort of work through. So that nuance, that flow, how much of this is it's practical and how much is sort of theoretical work that you do with your clients to start to change this and, and bring this out? Sure. So my actual background is in accounting. <laughs> so what people get is a really nice balance between the spiritual side of money and the practical side of money. I actually recorded a podcast episode about this exactly like not even 24 hours ago. I was talking about how in um, one side of the pendulum is looking at money just from a strategy perspective, mm. more disciplined restriction. The other side of the pendulum is only looking at it from a spiritual perspective without looking at how it's actually a 50-50 balance between the two because if you're, let's say, using the word manifestation, if you're manifesting money, how can you manifest into a broken or empty cup, mm. right? How can you manifest into a full cup? So there needs to be, like you said, flow. But I like to expand on the definition of flow because what is happening is that I'm getting clients with lots and lots of credit card debt because of the misunderstanding of the word flow, meaning spending. Flow also means bringing in money in an allowed in an aligned way flow yeah. also means looking at money from a spending saving investing and lots of other perspectives other than just like spending money on things and the other thing is that looking at money from a perspective or as a tool for deeper healing because our relationship with money is like you said money is a human made creation but what it actually represents is our connection and relationship to resources, resources such as time, love, safety, connection with others, which is in a tangible form money. So when we go through our healing journey from the angle of money, it is a very tangible way of cutting through the bullshit straight into our core wounds. Nice. So that angle. This sure. this approach that you take, so taking all these different elements, because there is a nuance there. You've already said, no, it's not about saving, but also you need to save. So again, there is that there is that nuance of finding that that right yeah, balance. Absolutely. It's not saying yeah. don't do something. It's saying okay, there is a a new a better way. There is a methodology that actually works. You know, taking some of your revenue, I'm always moving it into a savings account, always moving it into a, maybe a play account. Because mm -hmm. then you give it space, you give it, here we go, this is always going to, and we always sort of live to our, to our resources. So to start to do this, it's not a case of, but I'll need that eventually. It's like, no, you've, you've opened up like a brave new world to this money mm -hmm. to expand and live and be used and come into it its own. You say you want to empower people. We want to empower money, right? To be its own true self. So, okay, yeah. we're going a bit woo here, but. This is, this is kind yeah, of fun. Money, money is attracted to creativity and dynamism. It's not attracted to stagnation. However, to get to that point, like what you're talking about is the end point. Money becomes a friend and ally that walks mm. with you not and facilitates your life as opposed to being the obstacle that stands in your way. But mm. how do we get there? If money triggers your nervous system into a fight, flight, phone, or freeze response, you're never going to get there. So the first step is actually understanding 
what is happening inside of your physiology when you're dealing with money Mm -hmm. and then making money neutral as opposed to a negative energy in your life before before we make it into a positive thing we need to neutralize it to neutralize it we need to understand how it is affecting our nervous system okay so let's let's take this into the business perspective in fact let's let's go behind the scenes to 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 your world so let's. with this obviously it's you're you're now building your business you're growing your business which is mm-hmm. you're bringing in money you're attracting more and more people changing the way that it is that you work finding your voice oh my gosh there's all this that comes with it so with your your experience and your background what what was it like when you first decided yes fuck yes this is the <laughs> business i want and this is what i'm going to do because it's not just plain sailing and things just work and fall out of the sky it's it's a journey so what was that like for you as you you took those first steps into your business and realized I think there's more to this than I than I that I thought when I started oh my god I love this question so much so my self sorry my self-expression was really hindered by my money wounds I was really scared of how am I going to make this money thing work and I was really held back by, oh, shit, you know, I got to make money. I got to make money just to just because that was my sense of security. So I mm. had to untangle from that, like I said earlier. So through healing my own money wounds, using modalities that were not really out there in relation to money, that is what helped me get in touch with my authentic message and my mission and something I shared with you before we hit record was that I recently changed my podcast name from beyond the fear to the money healing podcast and I bring this up because one of the things that was stopping me from being fully in expression of myself is it's gonna sound convoluted but it's very 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 important that people start looking at how they're doing business from a very holistic way I was bullied in the eighth grade when I was bullied in the eighth grade, I internalized the the uh, the idea or my capital T truth, like my personal subjective truth of like, it's unsafe for me to be seen. It's unsafe for me to express myself. Mm. And this translated into using a vague name as Beyond the Fear, which I think is kick-ass, but it still doesn't convey that this podcast is literally about healing money wounds. Mm. Same in my social media, same in my newsletters. And it translated into a rejection wound where I was so scared of expressing myself in fear of rejection, in fear of abandonment. And it was- So you were, try- you were trying different things. You were trying to yeah. find the right title, the right phrase that actually was a part of you hiding. A part exactly, of you exactly, exactly. And it was translating into lower income because I wasn't fully expressing myself. And it's not just about the money. It's about- not being able to express myself in the way that resonates with my ideal client so I can freaking help them. Like the whole thing, we're entrepreneurs, we're here to solve problems. I couldn't solve their problems or help them or empower them or help them find the empowerment within to solve their own problems if I'm held back by my own. This, this is the, ah, the, the, the the conundrum of the human Mm -hmm. experience and of entrepreneurs that it was your fears holding you back from helping other people overcome their fears and their trauma mm-hmm. so it, it is they're at different levels so yeah. it's not like who are you to be doing this you're perfectly fucking placed to be doing this you're the best person to do this but you had your own shit to work through as you're going through this as everyone does at every single level 
So once once you found that, and it sounds like it's pretty recent, once you mm-hmm. did sort of pretty find, fresh. okay, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is what I'm doing. I can see it now. Here's the change I'm making. What did that, what did that feel like for you? It felt like, fuck yeah, finally, you know, like a liberation. And it felt like, because I'm, I do prescribe to the school of thought of like, there's no such thing as like, check mark, healed, we're done. Healing is an ongoing lifelong journey. The deeper you go, the more layers you have to peel and heal, mm. right? Especially as an entrepreneur. So I asked myself, if I'm being held back by this, let me open the conversation. I opened up the conversation in on my social media and on my podcast and talked about my bullying. Oh my goodness, the people that just came out of the woodwork that say, me too, me too, me too. And this is mm-hmm. how it stopped me. And it was just so liberating just for me to liberate myself from what was holding me back, but also for me to feel confident enough to express it. And it was like this non-verbal permission slip for others to unshackle themselves from the very same wound. Yeah. One one core question I got for you during that experience is it sounds mm-hmm. like the reaction was, oh, it was it was positive. It was all that you hoped. But in that moment of, I, I found me, I found the way for me to not hide. Mm-hmm. Did the, how much did the result matter? How much did the external validation matter for you? Um, it mattered and didn't matter at the same time, because the thing is, when I act upon my inner knowing, capital I, capital K, <laughs> I have this unshakable knowing that what I'm doing is right. I don't need external validation, Mm. but we are human beings in this 3D world and the tangible results matter to us. So it was cool to see that my number of downloads doubled. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're honestly, (laughs) it's it's huge because I think you knew what, you knew the right answer to say as, as the coach that you are, you know what you should, Mm -hmm. I didn't need the outside validation, but perfectly placed it's yeah, logically, I didn't need it. I had this feeling. This mm-hmm. felt more like me. However, the yeah. emotional side of us, all, all this, this gubbins of the, the human body is like, yeah, all these emotions come in. I, I did want this. There is that need. There is that validation. There is that desire that would be lying if it wasn't quite there. It's how, it's how, again, we're back to nuances. It's how these things control us. So I love that you sort of drop that in and it's beautiful to hear from, from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I say I'm a holistic money coach, what I mean is everything is welcome, including unwanted emotions or emotions that we deem as negative, because we don't just shun these. What we're actually doing in essence is shadow work. When we look at an emotion and say, yeah, you're holding me back, go away. We're shoving it back into the, into the shadow. Mm. And that's not the idea here. The idea here is all of you are welcome even the oh sorry even the um the feelings that are holding you back because they do hold a lot of wisdom in them but it's about developing and cultivating emotional resiliency and emotional maturity meaning these feelings are allowed to exist we listen to them but they're not driving the car Present you is driving the car, not younger versions of you that are trying to just like fight for the steering wheel. No, we listen to them. We they sit in the back with a lollipop, 
<laughs> and yeah, then get the back, get the iPad. You I love you. Thank you. You go. Yeah. Yeah. So things like fear. Oh, fear. Yeah. You have to be with me. You are going to yeah. keep me alive at some stages, but you don't have to be driving every single step of the exactly. way. When you post your social media, an ad mm-hmm. or post or a new podcast, or you change your podcast name, mm-hmm. fear is like, hold on. Something has changed. If this doesn't work, we're going to be rejected. We'll be alone. And then we're dead mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. get in the back. You go, here's the iPad. When, when a tiger comes out, okay, then you can come and play. But until that time, just, okay, stop it. <laughs> um, so again, let's, let's, let's get this back into, into your business world because yeah. for all the entrepreneurs out there listening, I mean, you have a wealth of experience. You've done so much self-analysis. You, you know, so much about fears, about limiting beliefs, about looking at the root of these drivers and the controllers. Yeah, as an entrepreneur, oh my gosh, isn't it, isn't it tough that you still get caught up in you know, how you want to be seen, how to be able to get yourself mm-hmm. out there? There are all these different levels of challenges. So once you've thought you've got it covered, you take yeah. the next level up, whether it's more clients, different programs, uh, different ways of being seen, bringing people on, whatever it might be, hiring all the like what do they call it another devil another level another level another devil you know like every level in your business as an entrepreneur requires more and more peeling of the layers and more of the healing because oh okay now I gotta hire someone as I grow and then I gotta hire a team and then I have to like figure out other things like it's never it never just stops right which is something I love you keep growing yeah and this, can, yeah, it's exciting. It's also exhausting. It's overwhelming, but it's also yes. it fueled you. So all these different aspects. So where where are you right now? What's the challenge that you're kind of looking for? It's like, yeah, I got this level and ah, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I've got to work through this now. What, what is mm-hmm. that for you? That is, okay. So self-expression on my podcast is not a problem. So mm. self-expression on other people's podcasts, not a problem. But ask me to express myself on Instagram, I'll be like, oh, I got to clean the house. <laughs> My husband comes home and like the house is sparkling. He goes, it was content creation day. I'm like, yeah, so everything's clean now. <laughs> nice. So you've got a l- nice little bit of avoidance in you. Mm, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, 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 know break that up because like, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone at home is like, yeah, mm-hmm, I feel that no matter what level you're at, there's always that level of avoidance that, And, it, you know, sometimes it can be sneaky. You know it and you still do it. Sometimes it's so sneaky that we could be, no, look, I'm doing all this other stuff. I'm I've done all this stuff, which is kind of related, mm-hmm. but it's actually at its core is it feels a bit safer. It feels a bit more comfortable. Absolutely. So what is it for you? If you can describe it, that is, that's tough with this content creation, because you, you, you can speak to the hills about what you do. You've been through the whole process. Yeah. What's that moment like where you, then switch off and like okay look look at that kitchen sink oh my god let me add it what (laughs) what is that um all right so what it is is that I feel like especially Instagram what is being shared out there is very noisy and it's like Mm. the reels highlight like the the highlights of somebody's life and it's very inauthentic Mm. And my biggest fear is not expressing myself authentically or not like using the right, what they call it, hook and photo and whatever. Yeah. Therefore, I'm adding to the noise. I think my fear is adding to, I don't want to be someone that adds to the noise and I don't want to be someone that is 
just making people feel like, oh, another thing I have to scroll by, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So where does that come from? What What is it that kind of sort of fuels that? Is it is it yours where I want to be seen, I want to be doing this, this is how I want to be doing my work versus this is what people might think, what people might see, whether they're strangers or current clients or people that's been following you I for years. I think what it is is that the fact that I'm 42 and I haven't grown up with social media in my teens, so I don't take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, the first thing. Second thing is, okay, so this is a little bit like, um, the fact that I've, done like I'm a good coach but I don't understand business like this I feel like it's pretty much a a limiting belief that I have like I'm a good coach but I don't know how to market myself and I don't know how to do business because I didn't go to business school I didn't do marketing at school and people go and get degrees in that like it's that big makes me feel like I need to listen to what other people say I should be doing mm. versus saying fuck it and just doing what I want to do, use social media the way I want to use social media. Because I do go through phases of like, yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And it goes well. But then I'm like, oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, so-and-so coach told me I got to do this. So let me try that. So I give other people the authority Ooh, and I, yeah. yeah, like I give them the authority of like, I need to listen to you. And that's when I just mess up everything. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, can I just sort of tie a little boat around this? Because everything that you said at the start of this episode around money and what it means to different people and how mm-hmm. we use it, that word authority. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, us included at times, give our authority away to money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having it. Not having I used it. To. Yeah. I used all, to. all the stress around it. There is that level of authority. So giving away our authority to someone else, to something else, to circumstances, to people. This sounds like that's that's kind of the sort of the, the flavor of this this episode. This because there's so much that's linked to that. Where do you coach your clients to take back a little bit of authority of money? Where's 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 this that we can sort of tie a bow in what it is for you right now and what you think you actually do know? But it's tough when you are the one going through I know, it. I know. I had a phase where I was jealous of my own clients. I was like, <laughs> can someone walk me through my process, please? <laughs> so it's so silly. But um, the first thing is actually reintroducing my clients to themselves. Hi, mm. this is you. This is who you wanted to be when you were young, when you mm. before societal conditioning before the wounding before all of that happened who were you connecting you back to your life's purpose and life purpose does not necessarily mean your career and how you're supposed to like make money it is the essence and the feeling that you're supposed to generate into this world Mm. okay so connecting them back to that and for me it is freedom I know that I am here to generate and experience and enjoy freedom Mm. so to your point I am, by giving my authority away on social media, I am going against the current of my life purpose, which is experiencing freedom. Whereas if I take a a sip of my own medicine, I'll just say, screw all that. I'll do whatever I want. Exactly like what what I 
pretty much guide my clients to do, which is take back your power from money and walk with it, let it walk next to you so that you can live your life according but to it's your sneaky. own rules. It is it's very sneaky. Sneaky. These things yeah. come up and it's, you know, again, here's the, the contradiction. It's a lot of people, we know what to do. We just mm-hmm. can't fucking do it. Now, there is something. I mean, our clients come to us, need more clarity. Cool, let's look at that. Or it's, I know what I want. I just don't know what to do. Now, there's a different nuance. Yeah. But the third one is, I know what to do. I just can't do it is, oh my gosh, whether you know the tactics, whether you coach it, whether you teach it. Obviously, you're at a different level than, than your students are, but they're still manifesting. They're still coming up in different ways. So that bit there, knowing knowing what to do, but just not being able to do it is yes. probably one of the most glorious and frustrating <laughs> places for an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And you know what I boil it down to? Your nervous system. Always. It always boils down to the nervous system because if said topic, money, marketing, whatever it is, is um, triggering your nervous system into a survival response, naturally you're going to lose access to your logical prefrontal cortex right this is where all the information is it doesn't make you dumb it just makes you activated and triggered Mm -hmm. so how do you first of all get yourself back into a state of regulation so that you can access the your logical brain but that's not it that doesn't end the the story it is going back and healing the wounds that created this nervous system response in the first place so yes to your point I I do um, have to like just go a little bit deeper into my own medicine to do that and obviously there are things in my blind spot that's why even as proficient and awesome as I am as a coach no matter what it is I do need someone to hold the light for me while I'm while my hands are dirty in my own wounding, right? Like yeah, you're too busy digging around. It's like guys, I'm too busy you hold digging. I need me. like a trusted person that holds that safe space for me, hold the torchlight while I'm digging through and just tells me, hey, this is in your blind spot. Go to the left, go here, go here. That yeah. is why I'm always gonna be investing in a coach. Always, yeah. always, especially if it's someone that has walked down the abyss, down the path, the path that I am trying to navigate. At the the abyss, the abyss the of abyss. being a solopreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Love that. Oh, fantastic. Hey, Nadine, thank you so much for sharing um, not only what you do and how you help people, but behind the scenes of what it's like for you as you navigate this next transition. So thank you so much for sharing with us. You're so welcome, Mark. And you know what? Your questions and your approach and your energy is pretty healing. So I don't know if you know that about you, but you've got this really, really cool energy to you. And I really, really love it. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. I'll I'll accept that. I'll receive it. And hell yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> shucks. I'm blushing. If you want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where are they going to find you? They can find me on Instagram. <laughs> so they can follow my growth journey on Instagram. My handle is Nadine Zumot, N-A-D-I-N-E-Z-U-M-O-T. And my podcast is called The Money Healing Podcast. My website is saveamilliancents.com. Awesome stuff. Well, everyone, go check that out. Listen in. Have a great old time. And Nadine, thanks again for being here with us today. It's been fantastic. Thanks, Mark. Welcome.
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.